When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, everybody, what's going on? I'm Rob Sestrino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories. For the week of November 30th, uh, 2021, here on News AF. If the story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Actual, factual. Yeah, that's right. News AF here on the last day of November of 2021. Can you believe almost another year of News AF? In the books here with uh, these two amazing guys, amazing friends are here with us today. Of course, you know this man as Pickleball's top influencer. He's on the heels of an incredible event coming up tomorrow. It's Tyson Apostle. Tyson, how are you? Whoop, whoop. Just here enjoying my uh, solace away from all the cares of the world here on News AF. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm very good. I uh, am now I'm the face of pickleball and the voice of pickleball wow. is yeah, what we can say now. That's a step up from where I was. Would that make you the head of pickleball? The face, the I guess the head, head sure. and face. Yes. And are, torso. Are, are you the brain yeah. of pickleball? No. Okay. Not the brain. Not yet. Like I don't. Yeah. I have no control there mm-hmm. into the cranial matters of pickleball. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, things are going good tomorrow. Watch party, uh, north of Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, Going to sit down and watch Survivor and answer any questions people have who attend. We'll be playing some pickleball before that, and uh, it's pretty much uh, you know a perfect evening if you enjoy pickleball and Survivor. Okay, will there be and snacks? Me. Yes. Okay, refreshments yeah, will be served. Refreshments. There'll also be uh, prizes. I'll also be posing for pictures, signing autographs. I'm bringing a bunch of Fila gear, Gamma gear. Everybody's going to win something except mm-hmm. for the people who don't. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, is there a place to go to get more information for anybody who's listening to the podcast? Uh, yeah, you can go to my Instagram uh, or you can go to search the pickler and it's pickler without an E mm-hmm. in it. And you can, that's the venue. That's where everything will be. It's an indoor pickleball gymnasium. Mm-hmm. Okay. All so, right. Check that out. Yeah. Uh, it's Wednesday night. That's right. Wednesday night. All right. And a man who I'm sure is uh, planning a way to get, be there in person so he mm-hmm. can meet yeah, up always. with all of the fans. Uh, it's Danny Bryson. Danny, how are you? Recovering. Yes. 
from Turkey, from your coma, from the uh, tryptophan in the turkey, probably. Not just that. The minute the turkey's corpse has cooled, Mm -hmm. it's demanded that now I must turn my attention 100% to Christmas. Mm -hmm. So I found myself full of turkeys, you know, getting the uh, turkey cramps in my body. Yes. As I strung up lights the day after Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. hundreds and hundreds of lights. I put in all this work. Sounds incredible. I don't put up lights uh, or I haven't for the last two years. And so I thought I'll, I'll do it this time. I'll go over the top, put up a lot of lights, climbed a, climbed a tree, which made me think not a lot of people my age are climbing trees. It's not, a, it's a young man's game yeah. to be in the trees. So climbed to the top of the tree, huge tree, put up seriously, just tons of lights. I think a total of 15 hours, <laughs> stepped away, plugged it all in, stepped away to the curb and realized that. I had wasted my time. It was like just not enough to really be cool. You need like thousands of lights. You pay a professional to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm decided I'm just done with lights. Maybe I'll leave these up well, for the what next couple of years. You? Oh, why this year? Well, this because year Liz went out of town and I was left with the kids and it's easier to be at the top of a tree mm-hmm. when you have kids to watch because they can't do anything. You can see them all when you're at the top of the tree. Great, you can yeah, see. vantage point so I can see <laughs> okay. them. But they yeah. can't get to me. So I was just up there. Uh, I figured it'd be a great time because otherwise, if I go in the house, they just follow me around mm-hmm. like a pack of stray cats. Did they help? No, but they didn't help with the lights. They came out for five minutes to help and then went back inside. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Which yeah. was fine with me because I got to be by myself out there. No one wanted to be outside. So, yeah, so when you're... Wife leaves you with the kids. Your kids are essentially going to be left alone. Uh, not always. I still went and did things. You know, mm-hmm. I took them out to eat. I actually had to go pick up Christmas wow. lights. So we were hanging out. We were having good times, building, mm-hmm. creating those memories that are so yes. important for a child. Definitely. But then the majority of the time, I was outside by myself. It really worked out great Un- until, like I said, I stepped away and realized that to really make your house pop, you need. So much more in mm-hmm. terms of Christmas lights. And when you rolled up or when Liz rolled up back to the house and saw the Christmas lights, was she was like, this is fucking sweet. Or was she? No, like, she oh. thought it was cool. Okay. So, which is what I kind of what I was going for. I barely finished like 30 minutes before she showed up. Yeah. And so uh, did she think it was cool enough to be intimate with you later? <laughs> Uh, did it earn me the points? Well, by that time, I was so exhausted. I don't know if you've climbed a tree recently, Tyson, or spent five to six no. hours in a tree. But let me tell you, by the end of is hanging a from a tree. Is that, uh, is that uh, nothing is more romantic to start the holiday season than putting the lights, the lights. Is that why I people think, do it? I think just husbands doing chores in general. Love making under is the uh, colorful lights. Yeah, That, that has not been my experience. Uh, yeah, mine neither, but I, for some reason, envision that it, it helps. But No, it doesn't, doesn't, because if you spend that much time putting up lights, the last thing you want is anyone touching or talking to you. Okay. After, because <laughs> you're, you're, winding, you're winding up branches like this, uh-huh. and it's so frustrating. You're getting poked in the eye. You're uh-huh. holding on. I was, I was probably, when I started, 30 feet up in the air. You know, like hanging precariously on branches that were so weak, they were swaying side to side, trying to wrap the strands. I was all wiped out by the time she showed up. I wanted yeah. to be left alone. I don't want yeah. anyone to talk to me. Okay. Uh, so Merry Christmas. 
<laughs> so you got in the spirit pretty quick. Speaking of lights, uh, I'd like to point out that Rob's setup over there in his new studio, brand new yeah. studio, looks incredible. He looks like a professional news anchor over here from home working during COVID times. Sure. Awesome. Yeah, no green a, screen for me, baby. It looks incredible. Is that a roll neck sweater you have over your plaid shirt? You know what? I, what, I, I was out this morning. I was uh, wearing a jacket. Oh, nice. Mm. I thought it looked good. I thought it would look dressy, but now, yeah, you're cashing it up. Yeah, for the, be, uh, like, let me loosen my tie a little yeah. bit. Uh, loosen and, your tie, unbutton a button. Yeah, as we get into everything. Yeah, I haven't really figured out the temperature here uh, in, the, in the room yet. I don't know really how to uh, plan for everything. For these uh, I think... I think like a probably a sixty nine degrees, and that's not even. I think it's seventy one. Seventy one. Seventy one's fine. Yeah, yeah between nice. sixty nine and seventy two. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I have a yep. big clock that tells me the temperature and the date. Wow, that's fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My phone does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's rude to look at uh, your phone during a podcast. I know. Yeah. So I have. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Is it right here, like in front of you on the wall? It's like right, right there. <laughs> Are you looking at it right now? Well, yeah, twelve twenty-six here on the East Coast, ah, seventy-one yep, degrees, right. and uh, we'll update you on the temperature here in the room throughout the podcast. <laughs> seventy-one How degrees, exciting. That's a nice day. Yeah, very. It's been very sunny here. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, congratulations on all your successes, uh, Rob. I can't believe that you spent multiple millions of dollars on a home for your family, but that mm-hmm. just shows how much you hey. love them. Look, that's what the market is, you know? What are you going to do? Yeah, no. right? <laughs> Nothing's too good for them. Right, right. Um, so, so, are you ready to talk about uh, what's going on in the news? Um, well, we do have a story to talk about, about the uh, living robots uh, reproducing. But, you know, I, I do want to uh, jump in with a couple of holiday stories to follow up uh, where Danny went. Because uh, this Friday was, of course, uh, Black Friday Huge day for all of the retailers. You guys get any good deals? The darkest day for any consumer. I did Mm -hmm. buy. I got some deals. (laughs) Because you get the mountain of debt. Is that why? Yeah, exactly. I don't shop on Black Friday ever. What do you do? Cyber Monday? I don't do that either. Yeah. I don't do either of them. How do you get the deals, Tyson? The deals aren't real. They're smoke and mirrors. Yeah, the, deal, about the deals. deals aren't I actually real. lectured the my deals. children about the smoke and mirror deer, uh, deal. Yeah, when they were talking to me, it's about stuff being so cheap. I'm like, that's not true. Yeah, the deals happen all the way leading up to Christmas now, mm-hmm. and there's also was deals before Christmas, and there will be be deals after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And and I think the sooner you can accept that, the freer you'll be. The Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, Tyson, I can't get a hundred two inch uh, TV for fifty dollars if I don't wrestle <laughs> someone past the door at Best well, Buy. Maybe they used to have those, like if you go to like the store at like six o'clock in the morning. But I was looking yeah. for a TV since I was moving, and I like I have been like on all of the websites looking at the TV prices from like November first through Black Friday through Cyber Monday, and I don't know. Look, maybe they were already, they made them already low on November. Nothing, no price had dropped uh, through the entire month of November. Everything I think I've cost, read, yeah. after the Super Bowl is the best time to buy a TV. After the Super Bowl? Yeah. Hmm. I got a hot tip for you, Rob. Yeah, what is it? How picky are you about your TV viewing experience? 
you know, I'm not like the most picky person. Are you looking for like, uh, an LG with the deepest, darkest blacks, uh, uh, Samsung with mm-hmm. you like, what are you, because you can literally get like an 82 inch 4k HD TV for like a thousand bucks, dude. And mm-hmm. that's fine. It's that's fine. like, yeah. Yeah. Like I spent way too much money on my TV and the difference is negligible and I am not picky enough or trained enough to mm-hmm. see the difference. And I wish I would have just gotten a way bigger screen for yeah. less money. Yeah. Bigger is better. Yeah, that's, that is the call. Um, but that's not what I wanted to talk about because uh, okay. Black Friday, of course, a dark day for retailers, but it is also one of the busiest day of the year for another uh, profession. Plumbers. After all that Thanksgiving feast, dude. Yeah. Just wreaking havoc on the digestive tracts. According, I thought you were going to say doctors. No, well, perhaps. Um, according to this article, the Friday after Thanksgiving is known in the industry as Brown Friday. Wow. I know that Danny always has a standing appointment with his plumber. Uh, yeah, just like he Friday. has it on his Google calendar. But He's he like, goes to his plumber's house, which is weird. I don't know what that's about. Because it's easier for me to take that post Thanksgiving dump in his house. It's going to break the toilet because he's got all the tools there. Mm-hmm. Then for me to do it at my house, then inconvenience him with him coming over here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He could snake it at home. He's already got it out usually by the time I get there and like just laid out on the bathroom floor. Mm-hmm. So then, is that is that a new business model for us, Danny? Do you think? we could set up like uh post uh post holiday dump holes and just like come in like at black friday let's say you go in and there's a pop-up store and the pop-up store is just a bunch of single stall toilet rooms yeah extra big hole toilet holes in the bottom it's a smash room but for going the bathroom Mm -hmm. correct (laughs) yeah yeah wreck someone else's toilet for a change Yeah. yeah So the plumbers are very busy, but it's not only to service the toilets. Uh, it turns out that actually the biggest problem <laughs> is the drains. Uh, too many Ooh. people are pouring uh, fat Everything. and grease down the drain. Uh, I see in uh, the, yeah, I see in the in the chat that Pete says people putting uh, potato peelings uh, down the sink. You know, not every sink is a garbage disposal. Uh, Rob, I'm sorry, but when you started talking about not just the toilet i was picturing bridesmaids <laughs> the wedding sink, gown scene sink, yeah i was like it's so bad everyone's got diarrhea from the disgusting <laughs> turkey that it's just the people are going in the sink and i i, I don't know that's what, what you pictured that's where you went that's where i thought he was going so you that's where i was I, like was hoping, I was hoping okay. he was going that way. That everybody just ate so much turkey and Thanksgiving food <laughs> that was, was it bad or this is just like the natural reaction? Yeah, it's just like a natural <laughs> reaction. The human body, the modern human isn't conditioned for yam. So it just like shoots through the system and mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do. No one has any muscle strong enough to hold it back <laughs> when it's ready to come out. And so it's like, it, it, I seriously did just picture bridesmaid, which is the the funniest bathroom scene I've ever seen. <laughs> and that's why I pictured. But now, now what you said makes a lot more sense. You know, uh-huh. the garbage disposal mm-hmm. is not capable or should not be used for everything. Right. Um, 
it, it's really uh, a matter of yeah. The, is there a garbage disposal? Yeah, is there a garbage, the garbage disposal? disposal? And oh, grease, grease and oil uh, down the drain can be a problem also. Oh, is I run saying? grease and oil down the drain with extra hot water. Just that's my theory. Mm-hmm. I pour it in like a can or an empty cup, and then drink it. What do you do with it? And then I save it later to make some lip balm. (laughs) Scrambled eggs. He scrambles his eggs with it in the morning and then uses the rest for soaps and lip balm. And then Mm -hmm. whenever I get a moment, I dip my finger in and get some of that bacon grease. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I can't believe that someone would wash anything down the drain if there wasn't a garbage disposal in there. Is that what you're telling me? That people well, are just like, oh. Just come to your house and it'll be like, oh, oh yeah, let, yeah, me, let yeah. me help with that. Yeah. This is a garbage disposal, right? Like, no, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know what's one of the scariest things ever? Is reaching your hand into the garbage disposal. Yeah. It's like that scene from Flash Gordon when he puts his hand into that hole. Uh-huh. You just don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I unplug my An old Flash Gordon, or is there a new Flash? Gordon? No, the old Flash Gordon. It stuck with me. It's like one of the most <laughs> okay. To that's my a brain. scene. That's a scene nobody here is ever. <laughs> it's seared. When you, said, like, when you said like that scene in Flash Gordon, nobody's recalling back to that except. For I me. bet you some people are. Some people must have been as scarred as myself. Did that I don't know anything. Is that how he became scene, the Flash? But he puts his hand in to do something. I don't even remember what he's trying to grab, and it stuck with me as a kid. Like, don't put your hand into dark yeah. holes you don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. And every time I put my hand in the garbage disposal, that's the image I get: a Flash Gordon putting his hand into that whatever it was to get his superpowers. Yeah. No, I don't even think he's getting his superpower. He probably just dropped a candy bar and was just trying to get it out of this black hole. You just don't know it's in a hole, and and you know the garbage disposal. You know it's in there. It's, mm-hmm. Not uh, not a good thing. The plumbers also say that the fats, oil, and grease, they call it FOG, uh, fog, uh, also love to bind with flushable wipes. Uh, the, oh, yeah. The fat bergs. Yeah. Yeah. Big problem. Big problem. Flushable wipes putting a lot of these plumbers as kids through college. The well, fat bergs? Fat bergs. You never heard of a fat berg? They, no. they have to go down and destroy them all the time. They're almost like uh, the city's uh, waste, uh, what would you call them? Sewer... Uh, nightmare. They have to go down and break them apart. They're giant and they're huge too. Sometimes they go for blocks and blocks. Blocks just, and blocks. Yeah, they're massive and you have to go down there with pressure hoses, hot water, and someone, some poor bastard has to go down there and blast those things into pieces. There's no way you can How get can paid enough. This is the size of multiple city blocks. I'm telling you, look them up. My, I might be exaggerating well, with what, multiple what city the, blocks. How big are the pipes? Dude, I don't have. You're asking me all sorts of questions. Look, I'm going to look it up right Mm -hmm. now. But I have read stories of fatbergs that have uh, um, fatbergs in sewers. Here we go. Maybe they are giant. Look, there's pictures right there. They're just. I'm not looking. Dude, that's gross. You don't can't get paid enough to go down there and Mm -hmm. blast, uh, blast those things to pieces. Um, I like to take solace in knowing that even though. Our icebergs are disappearing. Our fat, fat bergs are multiplying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dude. This, and, and this does one's only just the like the top part stick out, Danny. So 130 just the tip ton of the fatberg. Uh-huh. Oh, well, yeah. And some of them in the picture I'm seeing, you can tell you would not want to drive a ship into that thing. You wouldn't be able to hose <laughs> it off sufficiently to make That's anyone ever to want to get on the ship. Yeah. Well, it's 130 ton. That sounds pretty big. 130 ton fatberg. Uh-huh. Does that smell like poop? Dude, it smells like everything. 
<laughs> what a nightmare. They so should, Danny, uh, they need you to go down there. You're you're because you don't have a sense of smell. Dude, here's yeah, another you don't story. You have a sense of smell. You take your skis down there, ski the shit out of those fatbergs, and then destroy them. A 330 ton fatberg. Uh-huh. Could could you fly the helicopter down there? And pull it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like get a, a long line and pull that bad boy out. I'm telling <laughs> how, you guys. How hard is, is the fat? Like, can you scoop it and make snowballs out of it? Go or? and look at the pictures yourself. All right. Because this uh, is why. This I'm is why people to. don't use flash, flushable wipes, especially yeah. around Thanksgiving. Because it's just a perfect storm for a fatberg in your town. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean that my son, when he was younger, uh, completely like nuked the like plumbing in my old house, uh, that, uh, you with the flushable wipes. Yeah. He said, nobody Dude, told at- him, nobody told him that you couldn't uh, flush it down. So yeah, you, you can't, can they, they're, they're not flushable. <laughs> that that's the thing is whoever, these people who have to go in and clean these uh, fatbergs, they need to sue. They need to get that guy who sues yeah, for his action lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah. I and, mean, that's and- the lawsuit. And that's a, yeah, and it's something that everyone would benefit from, Not especially these guys. Pop tarts, yeah, scooping up the uh, fatbergs. So let's do that. Let's get the hint of lime guy Fatberg, or hint, right no. ahead, dude. Look at them; they're so gross. Mm-hmm. They, this one looks like it at least goes for a block. Okay, all right. And is it what color is it? Actually, just looks like super dirty concrete. And would you ski it, <laughs> dude? It depends on how well I can get an edge. <laughs> okay. it's probably like spring i it's like spring skiing i imagine it's a oh bit yeah sloppy. you just scrape off that top layer of fat yeah mm-hmm. okay. so yeah now this all makes sense brown friday it's a nightmare mm-hmm. I, I can guarantee for plumbers and city sewer workers all over the world with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So... As Danny alluded to, uh, Thanksgiving is over. Now we turn our attention to Christmas. But Mm -hmm. uh, this holiday season, uh, there is some talk that there could be another Santa shortage this year. Uh Uh-oh. Now, does Santa travel via the supply chain? Yeah, I guess that's He's he's in those cargo containers right Mm -hmm. now. 
it's something that we take for granted. You know, he's going to be a premium and only the most uh, privileged families will be able to afford seeing Santa this year. Can we get some of those clowns that uh, get the clowns back, get the clowns back doing Santa work? No way. <laughs> no, not, not as clowns. Not I mean, as clowns just, as Santa. Yeah. Mm. Repurpose the, the, king clowns. Of the clowns. Santa. Yeah. So according to uh, the research done over at HireSanta.com, they're saying that uh, 15% of the uh, Santas are uh, missing from, uh, they need to to get to uh, pre-pandemic levels. Uh, They're down 15%. You know what's interesting about this? And I read it somewhere else. They uh, interview a woman who hires or she must work a network of Santas like she seems to be in charge. She said that the number of summer Santas that were hired this past year was more than double the average year. Why? Uh, Just the sense like we need to party hard. For half Christmas or what? Yeah, for half Christmas. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she said that that a big part of it is that so many people want to get back to Santa's and Santa at parties. Mm -hmm. Uh, She referenced the 80s as being like the Santa boom, right? And the Christmas party boom. She said never since she started working in the 80s has she seen a demand for Santa quite like she's seen right now. She was booked out months in advance. And she uh, manages Santa's all over the U.S. And it just sounds like not only is there not enough, but the demand. People want Santa mm-hmm. at their party. Sure. A lot of disappointed kids uh, this upcoming month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think kids like the theory of Santa, but when you put a Santa in front of them. They don't know the difference not, between him and a clown. They're not as pleased. They're actually terrified. Yeah. Also, the article talked about how much a Santa makes. How much? Mm-hmm. So in a rural area, a Santa can get Let's around. Guess. Let's guess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for the season or what are we talking about? For a, yeah, let's say in December, which by the way, Santa's, this is another interesting thing. Not only work December and, you know, starting November, December, they work into early January as well. Why? But let's just okay. say a December Santa in a rural area. How much does it cost? On how much do they cost for uh, just an appearance for a yeah, single party? I feel like that the movie hour. Santa is based on the premise that Santas make bank per hour, $200 an hour, $200 an hour. So $80 an hour rural, but Tyson, you're right in the city. Mm-hmm. Santa can make hundreds of dollars an hour mm. and all of her Santas that she currently has are booked out from nine in the morning until nine at night. Yeah. Those Santas We'll be living like kings for the mm-hmm. you know the next like the kings of Christmas eleven months. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So that's incredible. Uh, does Santa does get blow tips? Your mind? Also, does anybody tip Santa? Yeah, for sure they probably. Santa. Yeah. He does a great job. I don't think like at the mall, Santa. Maybe the mall gives him a tip or whoever's paying the paycheck there. But I don't think like as a person, like after he's. Bergen tells him what he, she wants for Christmas that I slip him a 20. You slip him I, a 20. I mean, <laughs> I mean you, you tip him in cookies. Yeah, you do. But then, you know, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for the kid listeners here. Oh, and let me just also say that my kids are already talking about, hey, tomorrow, uh, December 1st, uh, the elf is coming, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, my kids are talking about that. Yeah, I said, well. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, going back to the Santa thing, one of the solutions they've come up with is Miss Claus. They're trying to get a lot of Miss Claus to show uh, up. And I guess the whole spin is that she shows some stuff. Santa Claus is so busy. He can't seem to find time to get down here. He's oh. making all the toys for you girls and boys. And no, I just, yeah, she, elves well, too. she is good enough. She's good enough. And you know what? They should start that Mrs. Claus is making a run also. Yeah. Like maybe she's taking over things from Santa. Mm hmm. Because he's getting Why does old. Why that to only be uh, a, a man, Santa Claus? That yeah, Mrs. destroy Claus the patriarchy. Just as capable. Yeah. More capable, even, maybe. Mm-hmm. Probably We even don't more know efficient. what her role is. Yeah. What if she's a dark figure in the background? She'll stop all the and ask for directions if she doesn't know where she's going, unlike you know Santa. What? You know what? She might be the puppet master, and she's so good at keeping that uh, position on the down low that nobody yeah. knows, but she's back there or screaming at, at Santa, like, beating the elves. Yeah, Santa's like her errand boy. Like, uh, they yeah. should make it like she's like in the control tower. Like, uh, like, all right, come in, Santa. We got a house. Like, boom, boom, boom. Like, she's uh, operations. Yeah, and like all winter long, she's in like a Gucci one-piece ski suit. You know, mm-hmm. she's got a team of al- elves taking down her every word. She's a lady boss. Santa you think she's Cowers. in a Gucci one piece? I'm thinking Bogner, dude. Oh, Bogner. That's a way better brand. Good call, yeah. Tyson. Thanks, she's definitely Bogner. in a Bogner one piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's the brains behind the operation. <laughs> and that's why she doesn't do visits to houses. And yeah, it's like smart. uncommon. It's below her, beneath mm-hmm. her, her uh, position wow. mm-hmm. in the Santa. Yeah. Just don't know. One of the other factors uh, at play here in hiring these Santas, unfortunately, a lot of uh, the uh, older, uh, more rotund Santas are also uh, high risk COVID. Yeah. The last thing they mm-hmm. want are gross, sticky kids sitting on their laps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, kids yeah, are so Santa. sticky and sneeze and cough right in your face. Yeah. Santa's got to take care of themselves. What do you yeah. do? Yeah. Okay, uh, we'll see. But maybe we might we might see a dawn of like uh, you know a whole a new bunch of Santas this year. You don't think robot Santas? You don't think that the Boston Dynamics dogs could be programmed to be Santas? Reindeer, at least, certainly. Okay, hmm. yeah, that would actually is a good idea. This might be a job for AI and robotics. Find us yeah. a, a first the first fat robot. You no, know, here's all you got to do. You take the you you go to the dump. What? Say, where are all the showbiz animatronics that they <laughs> threw away <laughs> Back many, to many, cheese. many, many years ago? And then you scoop all those out of the dump, repurpose them a little. Or you could probably make an offer to Disney World at the Hall of Presidents and be like, we're going to repurpose all these presidents that you have in the Hall of Presidents to mm-hmm. be Santas. Yeah, that's environmentally friendly. Their faces move a little bit. Yeah. Like oh, no, Abraham creep, Lincoln in there. Creep kids out. Oh, yeah. Definitely creep kids out. Hello. As their <laughs> jaw falls off and it starts sparking a little bit. And they're like, what do you want for Christmas? Yeah. Uh, Docs in the chat says you just need Taft. So if we could just get a bunch of Hall of Pre- Presidents animatronics Tafts made and Taft. sprinkle them around <laughs> Taft the president. <laughs> yeah. And that'll work. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. So. There you have it. That's another genius idea by myself. I'm a thinker, not a doer. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, speaking of robots, uh, big story uh, everywhere today about uh, microscopic mm-hmm. organisms uh, mm-hmm. made from uh, frog cells, uh, which they are classifying as uh, 
artificial intelligence, uh, these uh, computer designed organisms have uh, started to reproduce. Uh, They're called xenobots. And so uh, they have been created in a laboratory. uh, But the xenobots are reproducing on their own in a way unlike any other reproductive process uh, known to animal or plant. Mm. How exciting. Here we are seeing the very beginning of our end. Mm Mm-hmm. The uh, great filter at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's a one-of-a-kind organism. It's both a living thing made of living cells and a machine that researchers can program. Yeah. And yeah, basically they seem to be able to almost like uh, clone themselves at will. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Just like that. <laughs> that's not scary. <laughs> that's, that's just fine. what I want. Can you imagine how that injected into you? You'd probably like end up being turned inside out. But yes, uh, but scientists are hopeful that this could be able to uh, cure different diseases and uh, regenerate cells uh, in terms ED. of injury or <laughs> ED or aging. Yeah. Cool, dude. Inject some automated frog cells right into your wherever. <laughs> We're need. fine, guys. If you flick any of these little blobs onto their backs, it'll lie there like a flipped over turtle. Mm-hmm. And they're defenseless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do get a little worried with self well, reproducing anything that you don't have control over. Mm-hmm. That's a little worrisome. It says that they consist of only two things skin cells and heart cells from a frog. Mm-hmm. So, how does that constitute being robotic at all? That sounds like it's. See, I, I feel like it's a plant sends email type of a story mm-hmm. where, yeah, maybe if, you know, if you really twist the words, you get end up with robotic reproducing mm-hmm. cells, but it could be just a bunch of hoopla. Hmm. It's um, cold fusion. Yeah, perhaps. Cold fusion. That's right. So are, are they programming the uh, DNA of these cells? But then that's just genetic modification. Mm. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like they make it sound in this headline as if they've developed this uh, reproducing robot. That's a super small and it's almost autonomous and it's coming for you, but it almost sounds as if it's just something happening in a Petri dish on a small scale. And we're actually intervening very little. Mm -hmm. Yeah. According to the article, um, the, uh, Xenobots uh, uh, that they are programmed to perform a range of tasks, including uh, delivering medicine directly to any point in the body. Hmm. I like to see this actually happening. Like what? Like, like how does it carry the medicine? Is it carrying my aspirin? Uh, you know, like, I don't know, straight to wherever it is that it has to be injected into your core. Through, I mean, a needle will also to put the medicine exactly where it needs to go. So much I want to know. So, I mean, they gave it a terrifying name. Xenobot. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't that kind of sound mm-hmm. scary? What would but you I call mean, it, Danny? I, I don't know. Xenobot's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could top that. With an X. Xenobot with an X if you're Googling anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I would like this. I mean, you're like, okay, Xenobots carry this medicine through Danny's uh, mouth hole to augmentate his phallus. 
and then it immediately like shoots on down. Just ends Blam. up in my thumb and just like, <laughs> it's huge. Dude, how do they how are they receiving directions on my specific human body? They don't know where they're going. They need a map for each body. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, how are they going to do that? Are they just going to end up in my eye and push my eyeball out? <laughs> or like one of my toes gets huge? Mm-hmm. I just don't trust them to navigate my very complex veiny body. Yeah, but you think with all those roads, they all lead kind of to the same place, right? They all lead to the dong. <laughs> all roads lead to dong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, maybe I don't know. Is that how the human body is constructed? I mean, I don't I feel know like either. Liquid wise, uh, I think so. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, unless you're talking about sweat glands and other stuff too. Rob, yeah. But yeah. Look, I hope this is some kind of breakthrough that is super awesome. Mm-hmm. But one, they gave it a scary name, and two, sure. it doesn't sound like it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so you're horrified. Um, I'm I'm near horrified. Okay. Not quite all the all the way there. Danny, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I believe uh, that you are anti-library, correct? Uh, very much so. <laughs> yeah, he hates books. It's just a place for people to go and look up porn on a computer that isn't theirs or to seek shelter from a storm when they have no home. <laughs> Is that a bad how, thing? Yeah, how often does that happen? That's not a bad thing, but it okay. just uh, it, it's not a place I want to be with the guys you know, on the computers. Yeah, <laughs> the lonely man. Why does it have to be a guy? Because uh, I feel like that's a pretty good. And do they still even have computers at libraries to use to the public? Yeah, I don't think so. They're probably super old with those giant keys. Mm-hmm. Remember those giant yeah. keys were like half a pyramid, and you smack on them. They're all stuck together. I legit do not think that there are computers at. Of libraries course, there's computers at anymore. libraries, 100%. not for the public to use. For the public to use. How else are you going to send threatening emails and <laughs> troll people if not from a library computer? Yes, yeah, like, so I, I went what they to were the library for. the other day. I don't remember and? seeing uh, computers there, but they did have a lot of like audio books. I'm like, well, how do I even access this? I've been to the I've been to the library within the last few years, and I do not remember any computers. But Donna here in the chat says her library has computers for the public to utilize. Yep. And so. Uh, Don, Don is on your team, Danny. The shelf life of a computer at a library is less than three months. And then the costs just <laughs> run away. They can't afford to keep that up. Mm-hmm. So you're saying a new library will have computers yes. for the first three months. For the first three months. And until then what become, happens to them? They become infected both physically and internally okay. through just like all of the Xenobots. things that are downloaded by the uh yeah, by the public. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not anti-library. If you you like your anti-computer book, I'm just not going to go there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do you thing. do for your What do you do for all your reading needs? You know what? I know that a lot of people are going to be upset. I do like a physical book, and I typically buy that. But I do read a lot on my iPad. Okay. okay. Cool. So people what are going to be you? mad that you read on the iPad. <clears throat> yeah. No, you know, Stephen Fishback this- does not listen to this podcast, Danny. Uh, well, it is the worst thing to read from. I think a Kindle's better, mm-hmm. but it's just what I have conveniently, you know, most of the time. Mm-hmm. What's Fishback's uh, reading mechanism of choice? A good physical book? I think a physical book, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the best. It's just mm-hmm. hard to, I don't know. It's I just mean, not convenient. You've got like a 10,000 books on your tiny dude. little device. Yeah, it's so great. I have the whole, all the works of uh, Jack London on my uh, Kindle. Wow. 20,000 pages. Easy peasy. 
So uh, in Idaho, the librarians uh, got a surprise when someone just returned an overdue book to the library that got checked out in 1911. Was wow. it, uh, was it uh, Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> it was not oh, Jerry or George Costanza. No, was not, <laughs> who, who was that? It was, that it was that not book. Tropic of Cancer or Tropic of Capricorn. Uh, okay. The book was called uh, New Chronicles of Rebecca. Well, I guess they're pretty old chronicles by now. Am I right? Uh-huh. Uh, and Definitely. Published in 1907. It was probably wow. a super scandalous book back then, and he was too afraid to return it. Yeah, and just now he's finally come to terms with his sexuality and how it's not. <laughs> well, afraid. now the filth is so prominent. This is a tame book. Mm-hmm. And he's like, finally, I can return this book without with all those computers yeah. and stuff in the library. They yeah. he returns in. They're like, what? You check this out, you pervert. He's like, look at those guys over there on the computer. They're like, okay, touche. Look at those sallow men in the light of the room with no lighting. <laughs> New Chronicles of Rebecca. It Are you might looking not it up on exist. Amazon? I'm going to look that up. See if That's I- a, over a hundred year old book. Yep. It's probably a collector's item. Um, okay. According to this, uh, New Chronicles of Re- Rebecca. Oh, it showed up. Like right when I typed it in, I typed New Chronicles and it went of Rebecca. Mm-hmm. 689 in paperback. Yeah. For eight, ages 8 through 10. Oh. I think it's a kid's book. Obviously. I mean, it sounds like it for ages eight through 10, but is that ages eight through 10 in 1911 when they were dealing with mm. all sorts of things? That was middle age. Yeah. It was <laughs> common to see someone get their arm chopped off and stuff. So <laughs> totally different than now. Mm-hmm. By the way, this, uh, this is one of two books it looks like. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see what it's reviews. It's got a four star review, three mm-hmm. ratings. So, um, a first print. What would a first print cost? My gosh. Because that's probably what we're Prices. looking at. It's 100 yeah. pages. So they did away with uh, library book fees in uh, 2019, but that might Whoa, have been a mistake idiot. because if they didn't, uh, this uh, overdue book uh, would have faced a $803 fine. That's all even, the library I mean, needed that's to a steal yeah. for uh, really 110 years of having the book. So what's the name of the book again? Uh, New Chronicles New- of Rebecca. Yeah. New. Are you putting this into your like read list? Mm-hmm. You know, an interesting um, side it, note. It, it, it's. The New Chronicles of Rebecca, rare bookseller used. It's going for like uh, $170. Dude, they were on Amazon for $5.80. That's a new print, dude. I'm saying a first print like this probably is. If the book was written in 1907, I'm assuming it's probably a first print if it was checked out Mm -hmm. in 1911. Yeah. Yeah. So worth it. $200 book almost. Mm -hmm. What an investment. I mean, if books, uh, you think that that's where people should be putting their money, Tyson? I mean, not now. Original prints. Yeah, if you had an original print from back then, definitely Mm -hmm. see how much it costs. Before taking it back to the library. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. But $200 isn't enough to steal. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it would be weird to return to the library at that point, I think. It's like trying to find a way to get your blockbuster DVDs back to them. You have to go all the way to Alaska to the last store or wherever it is. I think it's Bend, Oregon. Bend, Oregon. 
Yeah. So the librarians really don't know uh, exactly what happened. Uh, According to this article, Anne-Marie Martin, who is a library assistant, said you kind of wondered what uh, its story was and how did it end up here? Was it in somebody's box? Did somebody pass away? Did they move? You know, what happened? We'll never know. But you could imagine all types of fun stories about it. Someone definitely passed away. I don't know if that's a fun story. Yeah. So it just went into their return bin. Mm-hmm. They have no evidence of who or when. What was the last name? Did they do the stampy thing back then? How did they constitute yeah, a it? checkout system? Mm-hmm. Their records, they don't have records going back that far. You don't even think through the Dewey Decimal well, System or anything? they stamp the back of the book. No, yeah, I'm saying the book has record, but what are the odds that they actually have physical records of who checked it out from But they could look at the, but they could, because I think in those stampy systems, you wrote your name and then they put a stamp oh. next to your name. Well, I'm out of the library game. I don't really know. Oh, so I, mean, I wasn't so, alive in 1911. Well, what they're going to, and then the, back then people had awesome signatures. They probably can't even read that. I'm telling you, it's just, they probably don't know who checked it out. Mm-hmm. And all the people involved with that transaction dead. <laughs> Although I did read, necessarily. Like I did the oldest person in the world lives in Idaho. Mm-hmm. The, I, I read the story last week or two weeks ago about the, the last person from the 19th century had just died. It was this woman who was 120 something. I thought that was crazy. Could you imagine being the last person of a, you know, a century? It wasn't her book though, by the way, she's not part of this story. Where was she from? You know, I don't know, but uh, I mean, it kind of does make sense. She dies and all of a sudden this book pops up. (laughs) Yeah, dude. She would have been around the right age for this book. Quite an interesting turn of events we have, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Real coincidence. That's, yeah. She would have been eight to 10 years old in 1911. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a story that I hope Danny is paying particularly close attention to because he uh, is. there were uh, dozens of people who stopped to get a drink at Britain's highest altitude pub. Uh, it's 200 a- feet above sea level. <laughs> <laughs> 270 <laughs> miles north of London uh, is Tan Hill in, Tan the, Hill in Tan Hill Inn in the Yorkshire Dales. And unfortunately, a snowstorm trapped 61 people there for three nights with an Oasis cover band. Oh, what a terrible band to be stuck with. Tyson, can you guess what the name of the Oasis cover band was? Wonder Balls. It's <laughs> a good guess. Is it a play on the name Oasis or a play on the name of one of their songs? Uh, the name Oasis. Okay. Uh, let me Google syn- synonyms of Oasis real quick. <laughs> um, you're going in the wrong direction. Oh, dang it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Tell me. What the is band it? is called... No Oasis. No Oasis. I would nice. go with Foasis. Yeah, Foasis. Wow, Rob, and you just came up with that? Why yeah. Foasis? A-U-X. Oh, it's like faux, faux fur. Oh, yeah. oh, fake, oh, fake yeah, Oasis. Yeah. yeah, nice. Fake in French. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Maybe, really uh, maybe the, in spelling, it's like, what is that word? Uh, but it's No Oasis. And yeah. uh, the 61 people bonded for three nights had a great time. Actually, or what? Uh, I don't know if there was any romantic connections that were made. 
But I, I think mean, that I think Noasis played for basically three days straight. What a nightmare. For reals? Mm-hmm. What a nightmare. If it had wow. been like jazz music, lots of people would have been found dead out in the snow trying to escape the endless jazz. But Wait, you think Oasis was fine? Alcohol and Oasis, you probably could tolerate that. What do you think is better, an Oasis cover band or original Oasis? Hmm. Good luck right. getting those people back together. Those brothers <laughs> hate each other. Uh, by the way, Rob, I did read that some people have have refused to leave even after they, those three days. They loved it. Yeah, They're taken they had the care best of. Time. Yeah, mm-hmm. three days though. That, that I bet that place smelled so bad. How many like, showers were there? Paramedics had to put they on all, gas like, masks. We're sleeping on the floor. Tons wow. of sponge Imagine baths in the sleeping sink. on the floor of the pub bar. Ugh. Oh my gosh! Even mm-hmm. on a bench or anywhere in a group like that, like. I have to have my own room. Mm-hmm. I'd be the guy that's like, I get the manager's office by I'm myself. I'm pushing to town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I guess exactly. for these people, I mean, Tyson, yes. I mean, I'm hoping that this doesn't happen tomorrow, but uh, if it does for you, like mm-hmm. uh, the people that they came to see Noasis, they, they were, they that's were thrilled dope. to yeah, be that's stuck true. with their heroes. It's the yeah. man you chose. Yeah. Imagine like true. people come out to see you and it's like, Oh, sorry, there's some incident. We can't, we can't leave. We have to stay here. Everybody's gonna be like, fine. Yeah. That would be great. Actually. We'd get to play extra pickleball. There's showers there. Yeah. We could rewatch the episode of survivor multiple times. Mm-hmm. And uh, these yeah. people had a ton in common. Now that you've made that point, Rob, that's probably why they were, were so happy to be together for three days. Yeah. That's why they don't want to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now it all makes sense before I'm like, why? Yeah, on but you're the right. They Tan chose Hill Inn's Facebook page. We will always remember this group of amazing people who came together and hopefully in challenging circumstances, enjoyed what we think was a life changing experience wow the better or the or worse sounds better the way that rob phrased it uh yeah that's uh pretty cool they they have shared an experience that is very unique and will bond them for a short amount of time before they realize that they are all too different and go their separate Mm -hmm. ways this is like my nightmare this is something that i would definitely be like i'm going i think i can make it no so let's say, but let's days. say this. Let's say this, Danny. It's an intimate concert with Tool and Radiohead. You can yeah. choose which one opens. Nobody's going to pee on you on the stage. It's just the fact they that promise you already, not to pee. You already pointed out sleeping there would be a nightmare. Okay, mm-hmm. that that's the thing. Like the music would be obnoxious after about an hour yeah. and a half. Uh, but the the sleeping there, the smells. The uh, obnoxious people. I hate going to concerts just because of all the obnoxious people. I'm sure that they were there, you know, in high numbers. And I would honestly just be like, okay, I'm going to tape some grocery bags to my feet (laughs) and push out into the storm. I can make it. Mm -hmm. I'm going for it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Huh. So if you could choose to be trapped with Tool and Radiohead, for three days, you would not? No, I would not. <laughs> I don't like anyone that much. Not even your wife. Oh, I mean, I spend every day, but at least she goes out and does stuff. I could I could probably chill with my wife. Three days would be the max, though. Mm-hmm. And after three days, now I'd push out, which I'd have a better chance of dying because I've been depleted. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? I'm just assuming that endless lovemaking mm-hmm. has depleted my... Yeah, or severe dehydration. Sure, naturally. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, 
It's not a uh, <laughs> fake Oasis band, but a woman uh, was trying to get her ex to text her back. So she went to great lengths, according to a video she posted on TikTok, to try to get her ex to uh, text her back. She ended up putting together, putting on a fake wedding of herself to a fake groom all in a bid to get her ex to text her back. Did it work? What happened? I mean, he text her back interested. So she, uh, faked her own wedding and had a professional mm-hmm. photo shoot. So the ex sure. would reach out and he watched the story and did not reach out. <laughs> I like this guy, now, but, but, but I mean, this seems like a, a foolish plan because like, are they like, even if he was like, Oh, like, remember, uh, I, I'm just trying to see what her, her name was. Um, uh, no, Samantha, don't get married. Yeah. I mean, like, he, I mean, he like, obviously oh, I guess care. she's the one that got away. All right. Well, I guess, I guess I'm, I better just, uh, like, um, delete her contact information. It sounds like he'd have better luck faking a wedding on his end to get her attention. Sure. Sure. That's the problem is that she's got it all backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this isn't going to work. He didn't reach out. That's so much effort. Mm-hmm. To get the attention of someone who doesn't care so much. I mean, this is a sad story at the end of the yeah day. This is a sad story mm-hmm. Sad for her, mm-hmm. even though she did have a couple moments of fake bliss, probably taking those pictures, imagining the pictures she would take with him once he got back in contact with her. Mm-hmm. And then when that didn't work out, tears, endless tears. I mean, imagine like you're going through the whole thing. You're hiring a photographer like, oh, OK, well, what's what's uh, well, it's not a real wedding. Like, How say, you do you out? tell the photographer it's not real? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Do you think that she didn't even tell the fake groom that it wasn't real and she waited and once she didn't get a response, she should have just married the fake groom? Hmm. Uh, is he willing to accept money for those services? I mean, that's what uh, I know. He's, is it a hired actor? Is that? Uh, I think it's fine that the ex, like, why weird that he watched the story and maybe didn't respond with like, congratulations. Yeah. He should have said congratulations. Yeah. He's a bad guy for that. You're finally free of me. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. But she says her ex, like uh, we don't, we don't know. Like, uh, did they go out for three years or did, uh, then, uh, like, did they go on like one day? Is this real also? Uh, uh, good question. Is is this even real, or is this just an attention getting ploy on, yeah. on I mean, the uh, social of media? Person that is going to make a fake wedding to get her ex in Texas would uh, make up a fake story to try to get our attention. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I've I've seen a handful of stories where I I just have a hard time believing them. Mm-hmm. I saw a story about a grown woman not having anyone show up for her fancy Thanksgiving feast, mm-hmm. and part of me just thought. Now I've seen so many stories about birthdays and other things where nobody shows up. It's gotten to the point where I kind of am not believing people who do stuff like this. Yeah. It's almost an attempt just to get exactly what happened here and exactly what happened for that lady with no one who showed up at dinner, mm-hmm. a big story and a bunch of like, Oh my gosh, I feel so sorry for you. So no, she didn't get the attention of her ex, but she got the attention of millions of other people mm-hmm. of millions of other exes. Who are maybe well, just tons of people. She's on the New York not Post. Her exes. Yeah, not her exes yeah. per se, but like 
there's now enough X's in there that like one of those X's is going to be excited to, you know, reach out maybe. I mean, look at this picture of her remembering the time I faked my own wedding and had a professional photo shoot. So he would reach out. Oh my gosh. I mean, it looks stupid. Mm-hmm. doesn't look real at all. Mm-hmm. I kind of think this is just an attempt for attention. And you story. think it's a setup post. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of how he's like, boy, what a sad person. Or like, thank what goodness, a dude, dodged a bullet there. <laughs> I don't know, but that's kind of how I'm feeling about this story and some of these other stories I've seen recently. Okay. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Danny, are you ready to take us to your bolt hole? Dude, I've got so much in my bolt hole. Oh, my I'm God. Really like overflowing. Fat bag yes. of bolt hole. Dude, I've got a fat in three, of news. Two, one. <laughs> Welcome to my bolt hole. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong. Yeah. So good. I really have so many stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised. It was a very productive week out there for weird news. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if I should keep some of these in reserve oh. just in case things dry up out there. Keep but we are getting the chamber. Yeah, we are getting closer to a holiday, and the and it, the crazy really comes out as the holidays get near. So, uh, when you have so much to choose from, they you know the choice becomes more difficult. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with something that's a little sci-fi, and you may have seen this. It was inside the bizarre world of TikTok's timeline shifters. TikTok's timeline shifters. People who claim to be able to shift timelines through concentration and showers where they turn the water from hot to cold while imagining exactly the life they want to have. If I'm understanding this correctly, also uh, they claim that flying in airports are also portals to different timelines. Okay. And that it seems like normally when you shift a timeline, you've moved yourself to a better place, like the place mm-hmm. where the ex does contact you after you stage a photo shoot. Uh, what's interesting is that sometimes when you read it and this could be, you don't, you don't know when you read about a TikTok trend, how many people are involved, right? It could be small. This could just be a tiny, tiny trend involving less than 10 people, but they actually have people who they claim to be master manifestors and that they can manifest a new timeline, which by the way, I couldn't understand in the reading of this article. If they talk about actually shifting, you know, like to a parallel universe, and taking on the life of some your you know your you 
who had it better, or if it's just like a positive, like mental positivity training type of a deal. Cause they make it sound like they're actually transported to a different timeline mm-hmm. where everything is better. And the very opening story is about a woman who goes on a flight and she ends up going on the trip. But when she contacts her friends, mm-hmm. they all miss the flight, but she had gone on the, the flight with them. You know what I mean? Like, Whoa, what happened? Yeah, why does so, it happen? I don't know. Nobody knows. She claims to have shifted into a different timeline. This is how religions start. That's exactly that, that's how I felt too, Tyson. So there is yeah. a way to do this. If you guys, I did. Looking, did you? I think I did. Yeah, I, I think I did. If you want to experience this, Tyson, mm-hmm. are you ready for me to tell you how to do this? How do you do it? So you get in. Um, you, you get in and you, you feel the water washing over you, right? Uh-huh. Okay. You, you wash yeah, everything off. My eyes. All wash, the negative wash, feelings. Wash. This is in the shower. You got to do this in the shower, right? Uh-huh. It's important to be naked. Uh, okay. Uh, you can feel those good feelings. I don't of- shower naked. Okay. This problem? might not work for you. Uh, you you uh, continue to feel all these good feelings as you wash off all the negativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the very end... Uh, after you've cleansed yourself, the negativity, you can feel that water. You got a lot of positivity coursing through your body. You move the water to the coldest possible temperature. Yep. And, and it says here, as in Arizona is still uh, almost too hot. Yeah, that'll work. And yeah. as you're really feeling your entire body head to toe with this cold water running down, take three to eight, you know, it depends on what kind of a timeline shifter you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while you're doing this, practice the law of assumption. Don't know what that is. Look it up. When you say and take, take three to eight, eight yeah, conscious breath. Sorry. Oh, okay. I yeah. that. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> three to eight <laughs> conscious breath. Yes. Then take, uh, then practice the law of assumption and assume that yes. it would, I guess whatever you want to you have happen is what happens. You do that, Danny. Yeah. I know. You, you end up on the Is news. that the same as the Pythagorean theorem or is that different? No, this is different. Okay. And then believe, uh, that this, chi- uh, this shift, this assumption is the shift is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Then this hot to cold really shifts you and somehow it matches the beliefs uh, the things that you want to have happen, it makes them manifest. That That's how it works, Tyson. So next time you take a shower, maybe you want to be the brain, not just the body of pickleball. Uh, and you can imagine that and have a little reality shifting event. Wow. But why wouldn't I just win the lottery? I don't know if that's how it works. Maybe it keep shifting like until a- you are in yeah, a, that's actually a good idea. You know, you, you, multiverse where you did win the lottery. Yeah. Even this is even too crazy for Gwyneth. You know, I think that she wouldn't even. You don't think this show. You don't think this is going to show up on Goop. I don't think it'll, it might show up on the it's Goop cruise, maybe, but it's not real. I think it's too far out. I think a jade egg is a physical thing that you can manhandle. You know. Wow. Uh, yeah, exactly. Whereas sometimes something like this is a little bit harder sell. But who knows? Maybe sure. this lady has tons of followers, giving her thousands of dollars. Just you know, it's nice to know that you guys, if you're not liking where you're at. Rob or Tyson, that there are people out there teaching you how you can shift your timeline to a better one. I'm pretty happy with where I'm at right now. Yeah, this is really for people who have a sucky life. Yeah. So not for you. It I'm not going like, to mess Tyson. with the timeline. Yeah. No. What if you shifted to a place where you're breaking up fatbergs in the London Yikes. sewers? Right? How great would that be? So great. Mm-hmm. Probably well danger- compensated. Well, and that's the danger with timeline shifting is, I mean, they make it sound like you're going to go to a better timeline, 
But seriously, what if you go to one where you're injected with frog heart autobots, Mm -hmm. xenobots, yeah, xenobots coursing through your body, turning your thumb into uh, phalluses? I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, who knows what's going on there? So that's the surgery. That's what you want. No, I'm saying that that because it's just a mistake on the frog heart autobot. So just be careful if you do decide to take this up. Mm -hmm. Just practice safe timeline shifting. That's all I'm saying. Okay, just be safe about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just be safe. Uh, also another story. I just want to, I'm just going to ask you guys. Uh, somebody in the chat asks, what if they're already in their best possible timeline? Oh, then avoid showers and positive. Okay, don't shower. Simultaneously. But, but what if they don't know that and they think that there's better, but they find that there's oh, not. that you're, you're yeah. rolling the dice. Well, I think, I think what they're saying is that, uh, sky, uh, sky dether fangirl. What if I'm in the best time? Can another me push me out? Like, how do you play Ooh. defense? Wow. That's right. Yeah. That's a really good question. You know, I'll have to address Can I get an uh, alarm to one of these TikTok uh, timeline shifters, Marianne Valenez. Can I get a yeah, lock for Valenza. the timeline? Just be like, I feel like I'm living my best timeline yeah. possible. What if another me in a different like timeline? Touching black seas, no back seas. Maybe they just kind of enter your body and merge with you, you know, and Whoa. there's no concept of, <laughs> I don't Are know, you just that out there. I mean, if you would have said that with more conviction, you could have started a religion right there. Mm-hmm. Gosh dang it. I need to work on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my religion is going to be, but I'm going to start a good one. Yeah. Uh, just a quick question, though, as I yes. wrap this up, there was a study finds. Like, we haven't said study finds in this podcast, so I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, and they found out the average weight gain over the next month. And I'm just curious yeah. what you guys think. I think that I saw be. this article. 12 pounds. I think, it's, okay. I think it's eight is the number, right? Boom. Yeah. Rob nailed it. Eight pounds. But he knew it. Yeah. How much How much weight do you try to gain before going on Survivor? Do you try to gain weight? No, nah, I just have fun eating. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. So you don't maybe pay attention to it, but you also no. don't try to avoid it. I think it. I Correct. gained like 15 pounds before I played the first time. See, that seems smart. Mm-hmm. But you also want to look shredded for when you're yeah, out there. See, so was, yeah, not, but you always I, look I, shredded I was, at the end. Like I, I thought, well, no, I don't. I don't know. If you don't make it to really, the end. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. But I was just like, well, like, I don't want to die. Hmm. Wait, die because you're so depleted. Is that what you mean? Well, yeah, I wasn't like thinking about like, yeah, but like uh, people will thirst for my abs if I like. Uh, <laughs> I'm, like I'm just like, I'm really worried I'm going to die. Yeah, but if you die. <laughs> Your family will be taken care of by CBS. Mm-hmm. Maybe, probably. I mean, I actually don't think they're. All. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Eight, eight pounds. Eight mm-hmm. pounds. Watch That's out for that. That does seem like a lot. Mm-hmm. Not for me. I could do that in a single day. Because you're gaining eight pounds the worst time of year to gain eight pounds. It's not easy to lose weight January and February. Those yeah, are the but worst it's the best time. But out. it's the best time to add a little extra insulation if you're in the northern hemisphere. Yeah, that's true. And I guess you can cover up that weight yeah. gain. Since you're yeah, not that's how they shirtless. get you to join the gym in January. That eight pounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though you'd never go. Mm-hmm. No, but they're getting you. Th- that eight pounds guilts you into, what is it, $12 a month mm-hmm. to do nothing? Yeah. The only saving grace about me moving is that I felt like that I like broke even with Thanksgiving of like uh, went up, went up and down the stairs 200 times. So you're cut. I'm so good. <laughs> I mean, probably the opposite of that, but uh, you know, I, I, don't think, I don't think I gained eight pounds this week. 
So well, if you don't, if you gain eight pounds, just timeline, find a timeline where you didn't gain eight pounds. Mm-hmm. Just Slip keep into that around. body. You know, uh, Danny, uh, we got a question for you from Noah Collin, uh, who said, since Rob talks about it on every other podcast, can we get a hot soup bar expert, Danny Bryson's take on stew, uh, that this came up on survivor a couple of weeks ago that they gave them stew. I talked about how, uh, stew sucks. I was very anti-stew and people, some people have been dragging me that uh, there's Why? a lot of stew defenders out there. It's like when they serve food at prison. Yeah. It's like stew. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of stew can you think of? that sounds delicious. Rabbit stew, chicken and beef stew with uh, carrots stew. and vegetables sounds- and hearty potatoes. Stew needs a rebrand. I have mm-hmm. to say that the stew on Survivor did not look appetizing to me at all. Yeah. But if somebody was like, here's a big hearty stew and it's like I'm in the mood for it, it can be delicious. I think they just got them on the right day. Like it was like a raw yeah. day. Like sometimes on Survivor, they're like, all right, it's 114 degrees out here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, is that really how hot it was? the hottest day we've ever had. Uh, like they, they didn't give them stew that day. Dude, that's kind of like the, what this probably what they do at Guantanamo is they give the prisoners <laughs> stew on a hot day <laughs> to get them to confess. <laughs> that's no, their torture. Not yeah, that. not that. Yeah, anything with that. Anything with that. There's no happy memory. I mean, my mom made stew, and obviously, I love my mom. But it's when you think of stew, it's like I'm about to go out into the winter cold and do work, or I'm in a prison, or I'm on the frontier. It seems almost as old as Turkey. Or I I just came in from a hard, cold day on the farm. Yeah, on the farm. And I've got potato Mm -hmm. and beef stew. Yeah, got to suckle on them turnips. Mm -hmm. The other day, I did prowl the hot soup bar, but I couldn't (laughs) bring myself to dip that ladle. Still, though, you're toying with it, Danny. That's like somebody who's like... Don't tease yourself, Danny. Somebody a week into sobriety going to a bar. Come on, Danny. You can't I didn't give in, but I did walk in the circle around it because it's a circular hot soup bar. Yeah, no, I know what you did. Salivating, just like fully torqued. But then I thought, I thought of all the AF listeners. I said, I'll be letting everyone down. No, you wouldn't. We'd be so proud of you. Face first in this hot soup bar. What, what soup, what soup were you, were you eyeing? So, uh, tomato basil, they didn't have it in the cold pre-made soup section Uh and I really wanted it. So I walked around and luckily they didn't have it. So you said Harmon's at eighth North or where are you? Yeah. Yeah. Harmon. So luckily I didn't have to even really be tempted. You know, okay. they didn't have my brand. So I, it was easier to walk away. But I did walk the entire circle and read all the little, you know, placards that say what's up. Mm-hmm. I, I met, didn't give in. I was strong. I met one of the Harmon brothers once, one of the owners of the gro- that grocery store. Did team. you ask him about the hot soup bar? And their, uh, I should have. I bet he would have given you a lifetime pass. He came and introduced himself and he had like a broken wrist or something. I was like, bro, how did you break your wrist? He's like, I was actually doing some cool like kite surfing thing off of like this snowy cliff and then into a base jump. And I was like, whoa, that sounds pretty extreme. And he's like, just kidding. I tripped on a pipe. I totally got you. I was like, yeah, I mean, you're going to just lie. I was like, I don't want to get what there's a difference between a lie and a joke. And I don't know you well enough that 
that hit as a joke. So, mm-hmm. but he was like so pleased with himself that he told me this. Live he should have started with like. I was at the library, pounding on that keyboard, <laughs> <laughs> broke my wrist. Yeah, and I was like, "Do you don't have to tell me anymore? Do <laughs> not tell like, me anymore." Actually, I tripped on a pipe. Like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah okay. that, that sounds so much better. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's it, Danny. What's coming up for you? Uh, putting out a mo- uh, video this week on mediocre. Working mm. on gear reviews on extra mediocre. All, everybody loves the name of these uh, channels on YouTube. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so what's on extra mediocre? I do reviews. gear review for uh, outdoor gear. Yeah, it actually does kind of okay. You doing a twelve days of Christmas style thing? Uh, not a bad idea. Um, I'll but, charge you for it. Yeah, yeah. Send me an invoice. So yeah, I, I'm always putting up videos on YouTube for mm-hmm. hundreds of people to watch. Wow. Yeah. Okay. People pleaser. Yeah. And Tyson, what's kind uh, of uh, tomorrow night? The is the big night. Tomorrow night's the big night in Utah. Get on uh, my socials to find out how to uh, track down that link to get signed up because you do have to sign up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll answer all of your survivor questions then and there. And then what else have I got? I got uh, talking to Arissa Cox tomorrow on The Pod Has Spoken. Oh, very about, nice. About the current survivor season. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pickle Pod on Thursday. And then, man, I got a busy couple of weeks. I'm going to you Vegas do. for a uh, celebrity pro-am poker tournament next weekend. Wow. Oh, you're still doing the poker thing? Yeah. I mean, winning money is awesome. Have you never won money <laughs> Not before? playing poker. Well, you'll enjoy it. You'd enjoy mm-hmm. it, I think. How did you win money, Danny? Oh, uh, actually, I don't have any memory of me ever winning Just money. being born into born your family. Born into the right family definitely yeah. was a big win. <laughs> the, universe, the universe doesn't owe me anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, and you're vascular, so it's like you won the lottery twice. twice. Vein-wise, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The frog heart robot. So for you're eventually going to have to wear compression socks on airplanes. You, re- you understand that, right, Danny? <laughs> yeah, because the amount of blood they could pull in those legs... <laughs> It's like my heart can't keep up if no blood's up top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> scary. Uh, yeah, that is scary. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, yeah, I'm gonna get you some compression tights for uh, for Christmas. You're such a gentleman. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. What's coming up with you, Rob? Yeah, just trying to get settled, and then uh, just more podcasting. We'll be doing uh, on nothing but Netflix. Uh, Sexy Beasts came back for another season. Did you enjoy the first season? No, Should I have watched that? No, don't Sexy watch beast. it. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was going to be funny in the no. fact that they were making those people go out in public dressed like that. I don't but, know if they so much oh, were out in public. Yeah. The one with the costumes. Yeah. 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 That was so weird. Dolphin face lady. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we will. I looked at it. It was not my favorite thing that I've seen. Hmm. So you've seen well, a lot too. Seen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh Pete in the chat asked Danny if he showered. Did you shower into this existence, Danny, or you were born into it and need to now block? Uh, I don't other shower. Danny's from taking Super over. dangerous to shower now. <laughs> I, uh, I would, yeah, I would not. Have so you're it. saying that to switch places with somebody in the in a timeline, you both have to be showering, doing that simultaneously at the same, <laughs> yeah. at the same time. We should write a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. All right. Yeah. Well, 
great job once again we'll be back uh, next Tuesday as we are into December here on News AF take care everybody have a good one wait oh yeah when and where can we catch your sexy beast podcast oh, nothing but Netflix can drop tonight dropping tonight yep Who's your guest or who's your uh, co-host? Jenny, well, uh, Chappelle co-hosts that show with me. And then okay. uh, we have uh, Jenny Autumn joining us. Classic. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then it's another week of Survivor. Doing it all again. Only a few more weeks, Rob. Mm-hmm. And then I we know, get to keep our feet up. Three more weeks of Survivor. And then we'll just be chillaxing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Enjoying the holidays and a big mug of hot cocoa. Mm, yeah, uh, Jamie's favorite. Waiting for, waiting for the next one it. to come on. That's right. Burning my mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Burning the roof of your mouth, blistering <laughs> yeah. it up. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.